Over the years I've been on Reddit, I've shared a handful of stories to the sub. This is one that I've been saving for whatever reason, and I think I'm ready to share. This is probably my last post on Let's Not Meet, since it's not very often that something happens that's worthy of a Let's Not Meet post. I've shared a few of my experiences, and I think I saved the best for last. Everything mentioned here is 100% factual. Long read, but I believe it's worth it. I grew up in the south. Tons and tons of beautiful places to see that haven't been taken over by concrete yet. It's nice, but along with that, it's pretty boring. Being a teenager and wanting to go out and have fun led to mostly improvising with your buddies and hoping something good will come out of the night. There wasn't really a local spot to go hang out, like a club or a cool bar. And the places that were close to this were pretty boring. I'm sure if you've lived in a natural rural area, you understand that feeling completely. Something that I found a ton of enjoyment in in a teen was just cruising around super late at night listening to music and would just take off driving around until the sun came up. It was a way for me to clear my mind and relax. Those country back roads were always fun to drive down at 2am and also just getting the right amount of spooky in that too. Well, one night I absolutely got more than what I bargained for. I can't remember what month it was exactly, but I know for a fact that it was in the summertime because I was out of school, and I also remember it being a comfortable chill night. So if I was to take a guess, it would probably be around July or August. I was cruising around like I always did, and was completely worry free. I had my music blurring, and I was in my zone. I decided to head down and park out of boredom. This particular park is at the very end of a long stretch of desolate country road, but is actually a really pretty drive because of that. When I say desolate country road, I don't mean some sort of dirt road that goes through the woods or anything like that. It's like a normal paved road, but there's really nothing on it after a certain point. The entire road takes about 20 minutes to drive down to get to the park, and after about 10 minutes into the drive, the house starts to spread out further and further to almost becoming no houses and just a road leading into the park. I think a lot of the reason I liked this drive at night was because of how creepy it was and it looked like it was some sort of adventure or whatever. The park isn't open for camping or anything, it's mostly just a lot of land with walking trails and biking trails set up through miles of woods, so obviously around 3am in the morning it's pretty dead. I made it there and just did a slow normal little loop around the drive of the park. The night before it stormed very badly, so badly that I remember my parents had to take shelter because of the threat of a tornado touchdown. There ended up being no tornado, but the storms were pretty bad. Because of this, I came up on a fallen tree in the road that looped around the exit of the park that must have happened because of the storm. It wasn't some massive tree or anything, but I know for a fact that there was no way I could have gotten over it in my car obviously. It was pitch black everywhere, besides the front of my car because of my headlights, and because of that, I immediately ruled out backing up the entire way I just drove when I entered the park. I knew that was super dangerous and there was no way. At this spot of the road, there was flat land on each side of me. I figured it would make most sense to go back up in the grass besides me just a little, and then take a drive the way back I came. It was a one-way loop around the park, but I wasn't really worried about going the wrong way since it was so late. So I started to back up off the road so I could get my car turned around. All was good until I went to pull back up on the road. I totally didn't take into account how wet the grass was and the amount of mud. 
My car went absolutely nowhere. My tyres were completely stuck and were spinning in place as I was trying to floor the gas pedal. I started to become pretty scared at this point, not the most ideal situation to be in. I immediately take my cell phone out of my pocket and saw that I had service. Super huge feeling of relief. I called my parents and told them what happened and where I was. They were pretty annoyed at me but said they'd pay for a tow truck to come get me out. My parents both drove small four-door sedans and they would have been zero help in the situation. I was about 45 minutes away from my house and the rest of human civilization. So I realized I would be stuck there for at least an hour before someone would be able to get me. Freaky feeling, but I tried to get it out of my head and just tried to listen to music and be on my phone while in the car while I waited. Not really much else I could have done. After I kind of calmed down from the initial danger I had, I started to check out my surroundings. I didn't even notice at first because of everything that was going on, but in front of my car's placement was a field that was full of the most amount of deer I think I've ever seen at once. There legitimately must have been about 40 deer in this field, just walking around and eating the grass. The field wasn't directly in front of my car, but if I was to get out and throw a rock in the direction, I would have easily been able to hit one. So if I was to guess, I'd say about 30 yards out. This didn't really help me with the creepy level going on. Looking out of the front of your car and seeing AEI reflection staring back at you is a bit of an alarming feeling overall. But I was relieved it was just a field of deer. I watched them for a little bit, but I was quickly over it and started to browse through my social media apps while waiting. They seemed to have been over a lot quicker than I was, because they all went back to walking around and eating once they figured out that I wasn't going to attack them or anything. After browsing my phone for about 15 minutes, I finally get a call back from my parents letting me know that a tow truck is on the way and is going to be about an hour and a half out from my location. Still to this day, I remember hearing that and having the thought, you've got to be kidding me. I understood that me and only me was the reason I was in the situation I was in, so I couldn't really be mad at anyone else. But that was very obviously not what I wanted to hear. I decided that the smartest thing for me to do was just to make sure my doors were all locked, lay in my back seat and take a nap to pass the time. So that's what I did. Okay, here we go. So I wake up 45 minutes later to that weird feeling of being watched. I'm not sure that anyone else has ever experienced anything like that before, because I don't know how common it is. But there was a sixth sense alarm going off in my head, telling me that I needed to wake up. Waking up to that feeling in the situation I was in, in the surroundings I was in, is probably the worst case scenario. I sit up and immediately check my surroundings and see nothing. I looked through my car very quickly for any sort of weapon and found a pocket knife. A pocket knife. I was so scared. Even though I saw and heard absolutely nothing, that feeling was terrifying. I was shocked to see that the field of deer in front of me was still full of deer. I don't know anything about the animal, but I guess I always assume they don't hang out in the same place for long. Not sure why I thought that, but I was surprised to see them nonetheless. I called my parents back to see if they heard any kind of update from the tow truck dude. I decided not to mention the feeling that I was having because I didn't want them to worry anymore, and I knew that it was literally nothing more than a feeling I had, and had nothing to back it up. No update from the tow truck guy, so I assumed everything was still the same on his end. The call lasted just a few minutes before I felt like such an idiot. They both have to wake up for work in a few hours, now I have to spend a random 100 plus dollars, and on top of that, they were worried about me. I could tell they were annoyed at the situation, but worried. I told them I would make sure to tell them when the guy arrives, and that I'm sorry. 
We hung up and I looked from the phone and immediately went from zero to a hundred in panic mode. The deer in front of me were completely perked up, staring in the same direction right in front of them. Let me remind you that there are around 40 deer in this field. Every single one of them was stopped dead in their tracks, standing completely still looking at something. I put my high beams on and stared, waiting for something to happen. But nothing happened at all. Nothing. I tapped my horn real quick and they didn't even budge or look my way. They were still completely glued to what was by them. The way the tree line was, I couldn't see that far in the field. I knew they were looking into the woods, but I wasn't able to see what. I could hear my heartbeat. I grabbed that stupid pocket knife and just waited for something to happen. I would say it was about a minute after I honked, every single one of them in unison started to run the opposite way. They were running at full speed, and within 20 seconds the field was empty. I was petrified in fear. I knew that standing in my car was the safest thing to do, but it's the worst feeling in the world when you feel utterly like a sitting duck. My head was on swivel, I was freaking out in every way possible. I assumed it was a bear or something, but it could have been absolutely anything. I was convinced at that point it was the devil himself. I didn't know what to do. I knew that the tow truck was close, but I had no idea where he was. I began to shake because of nerves and just looked around to make sure nothing was by me and focusing on the field in front of me. I did this for what felt like an absolute eternity, sitting in complete silence and darkness in the middle of nowhere, waiting for something to jump out and attack me. Fifteen of the longest minutes of my life go by and I start to see the lights break through the tree line on the road. As it gets closer, I see the tow truck guy. The lights of his truck felt like it was Jesus coming to save me. He gets up to me and I jump out of my car and immediately ask him if he has a gun on him. I told him very quickly what just happened to me and that something's definitely nearby. He let me know he had a shotgun in the truck and assured me that it was most likely a bear or a bobcat. He gave me the whole, they're more scared of you than you are of them. The tree was sort of small enough for him to sort of bulldoze it out of the way of his truck and then he attached my car and pulled me out of the spot I was stuck in. He was very nonchalant about what I just experienced but I was pretty badly shaken up. The whole time he was doing it, I had my eyes glued in that field waiting for something. He was completely done with everything in about 50 minutes and told me to follow his truck out onto the main road again. I got in my car and was ready more than anything to get the hell out of this park. We started to drive away from the spot I was in and my head was on swivel, completely shook up. As we were driving away, I looked in my rearview mirror. We were down the park road just a tiny bit, but I could still see the spot that I was stuck in partially up from the vehicle's lights and the moon. I watched in my rearview mirror as a man came out from the tree line behind where my car was and walked into the middle of the road and watched us drive away. My heart stopped beating, legitimately. I lost my breath and my eyes started to get full of tears because of how absolutely scared I was in that moment. I couldn't see any sort of details like what he looked like or even necessarily what he was wearing. To be honest, I don't really care. The feeling I felt driving away from that spot, knowing he was right there the whole time watching me. Watching me as I was freaking out looking around, watching me as I was completely alone for a long time. Maybe even coming right up to my window and watching me sleeping. That's a feeling that is something I can't necessarily put into words. All these years later and it still messes with me quite a bit. The entire time we were driving off, as long as I could see him, he didn't move. Just watched us in the road. A million things went through my mind. I was scared there might be multiple people on the road waiting for us. I was trying to figure out if I should start beating on my horn like crazy to get the tow truck guy to stop. I decided that all I wanted to do was get out of there, more than anything. 
The second that we finally got out of the park and was able to be on a two lane road again, I flew past a tow truck driver and did nothing below 70 miles per hour the entire way home. I flew through the stop signs and the stop lights, I didn't care, the only thing on my mind was making it home. I got home, ran inside very quickly and acknowledged my parents, said sorry and thank you and went to my room. I didn't get a single second of sleep the rest of that night. I was searching for any sort of records or anything happened in that area, escaped convicts, similar stories etc. I came to the conclusion that the man was some sort of squatter or homeless. I read many things online about how it was common for homeless in rural areas to build a shelter in the woods, which does make sense entirely on why they'll do that. But obviously the unknown is the scariest part of it all. What if he wasn't homeless? What if he was going to hurt me? Just what if? There's so many possibilities that could have happened, but the outcome that did happen is the one that I'm most grateful for. I never told my parents the full story until many years after it happened, and I was already an adult and moved out. It freaked them out too when I told them. I never went back to that park. Even though I no longer live by there, I still have no desire to ever go back there. I don't think I could even go back in broad daylight with a ton of people around. I also made the decision to stop doing those late night cruises. I did it a few times after that with people, but even then I felt very uncomfortable and on edge.